Hello, and welcome back to the Life Launch Podcast, which is now called the Double Your Business Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Borsma, and I am so excited to be back after a six-month break where we moved and we renovated a new house, and I finally have a brand new office space in our garage. So I am currently sitting in my new office, looking out the window. I have a huge patio door that works as like a great window so I can get all that natural light. If you're a content creator, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm so excited to be back with you. And today I want to talk about a topic that is the theme of the month in my business, which is work-life balance. And I'm calling this episode the myth of work-life balance because I personally do not believe there's such a thing as work-life balance, or maybe even such a thing as balance in life. Because the idea of balance is that two things are equal, right? You think about like one of those old school bank balance things, like you put the coins on the other side and it has to equal a certain amount of weight. And then everything sits in perfect level alignment. Well, what I found in life and business as a wife and a mom and a friend and a business owner and a coach that there are never going to be an equal, exact equal amount of time, energy, money, resources put into any of the areas of my life. Those things are always going to be flexing and flowing and going to be out of balance. But what I'm looking for now rather than work-life balance is work-life integration. So what exactly does that mean? It sounds really fancy. It sounds really smart, but what is work-life integration? Let's dive into that topic and explore it together today. Rather than looking to have everything equally represented in my schedule, equally represented in how I'm spending money and how I'm spending time and energy, I want to make sure that all the different parts of my life work in harmony together. And actually that word harmony brings up a great metaphor or idea of what work-life integration could look like. I used to sing in choir. I loved doing choir so much. My kids don't get to do choir. They do music class and I think they do more like banging on drums and percussion and games than they actually do singing. I just love singing. And I love being a part of a choir where you are singing in harmony, where you're all singing these different parts, but they all sound so beautiful together. And there's times in the song where maybe you're not singing at all and someone else is singing or a different part is singing, but the overall beauty of the song is how all of those different parts were integrated together. That's what I want my life to look like. I want my life to be a beautiful harmony of the baritone and the tenor and the alto and the soprano section all coming together to create this overall melody that represents the values of my life. So those different parts for my life would be my family life, my myself as a mother, as a wife, my business is a part of that. And within my business, there's both the role of coach and CEO, and then also my personal life, my friendships, my relationships with my extended family, with my community. Those are all different areas. And sometimes one of those areas is going to be more in focus or more highlighted than the others. There's going to be parts of the song where I am singing all about being a mother 
more than I am singing about being a friend. And I was actually talking to one of my clients the other day, and she was mentioning that last summer she went through a really difficult summer. And she, looking back on it, could see that where she really was able to shine, even in that very difficult summer, was in her role as a mom. And she said something like, I wasn't the best friend and I wasn't the best business owner, but I really showed up amazing as a mom in that season. And I thought, wow, that's actually really beautiful. And that's actually the sign of an integrated life. It's not that we always equally give time, energy, and attention to all of the areas. It's that we know when is it time to focus in on one area more than the other. When is it time to let something be a little bit less in focus? And it doesn't mean we're throwing it away and it doesn't mean it doesn't matter to us. It just means that we have the wisdom and the discernment to know what needs to be in focus in which season. And often that makes itself apparent based on the different challenges and circumstances that we're going through in our life or business. So if I were to look at my life right now, I'm a little less focused on my role as a mother in terms of my time, not because I'm not putting time into it, but because all three of my kids are in school every single day. They all go to the same school. They're all on the same schedule. So I drop them off at nine o'clock a.m. I pick them up at 3 p.m. And for those hours of the day, I'm able to focus on myself and my business and my marriage even. Whereas I didn't have that same amount of time for the previous 11 years of my life. I waited a long time for this moment. And so it's okay that they aren't physically with me as many hours. It doesn't mean that they're not a huge focus and a huge priority, but I'm not singing that part of the song from nine to three, Monday to Friday. This is just an example, right? And in our business, it's also probably going to flux and flow as well. For me and my business right now, I work primarily Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday from about 9.30 till 2.30, which is actually only about 15 hours a week. Now, I've been doing a little bit of work on Wednesdays and sometimes I squeeze things in here or there, but we're talking less than 20 hours a week. When you think about 20 hours a week in terms of the bigger picture of my life, I am not spending an equal amount of time on my business as I am with my family or on my marriage. This is what I'm talking about. Work-life balance is a myth. And if we are always striving to be in a place where we can give equal time, energy, and attention to all of the areas that are important to us, we're going to end up running ourselves into the ground. We're going to end up in hustle mode. We're going to end up in a place where we're putting so much pressure on ourselves that we feel burnt out. And I've seen it in myself and I've seen it in my clients. I've seen it where we're trying so hard to be the best mom, the best CEO, the best wife, the best, healthiest version of ourselves that works out and eats healthy and does all the things. And guess what? The people who are trying to be the best at everything are the ones that often end up burnt out. And I'm not saying we don't strive to like optimize every area of our life, but I think we have to choose to focus on different areas in different seasons. And the more important thing than equal amount of time being spent on each thing is the intention behind it and the alignment with our values. I have a friend who she's an incredible woman. She 
She is so beautiful. She's like inside and out. She's an amazing mom. She's an amazing wife. She's killing it in her professional life. And she's burnt out. She's so burnt out because she's trying so hard to do everything and spend so much time and energy on every single area at once that everything is kind of starting to like collapse in around her. And it just goes to show that when we are trying to be in perfect balance, sometimes that's the thing that ends up crushing us is this idea of balance. But when we take the pressure off of everything needing to be equal and we start to think about how everything can be integrated together in a way that is harmonious, it frees us up. It gives us access to so much more creativity. It helps us to come up with solutions and strategies that make our life feel easier. And it might look like saying no to some things. Actually, I'm going to, I'm just spoiler alert. Next week, we're going to talk all about how to say no. So it's definitely going to look like saying no to some things and maybe even some things that seem like really good things. Like how many activities are we going to put our kids in at once? For us, we try to limit it to one thing at a time. And I'll be honest, I sometimes look around at what all the other parents are doing and what other all the other kids are involved in and I feel like a little bit guilty like am I not being a great mom? Like I'm I don't have them in a ton of activities. Am I like taking away their opportunity because I didn't put them in 10 things? But what it does is it creates a bunch of time and space where we get to just be together as a family where my husband and I have enough time to rest and relax and refresh between work that we're able to be present for each other and for ourselves and for our children. And I don't think they're missing out. I don't think they're suffering, you know, like they're enjoying the few things that they do, but it's also allowing for us to enjoy a lot of time and freedom together as a family. But that's hard. It's hard at times, right? Because we look around and we compare ourselves to other people. Same thing with business. There's a lot of people who are doing the same business that I'm doing and putting in twice as much time every single week. And so in some ways they might be getting more results. Although, you know, that I don't believe that time equals money, value equals money, but maybe they're able to create more value than I am when they're working twice as many hours. Some people are working twice as many hours and not creating more value because that just isn't the perspective that we all have. But being willing to grow slower. For me, that's been something I think that has been the result of me choosing to work 20 hours a week instead of 40. My growth just might be a little bit slower than someone else who's working 40 hours a week. It might not be, but like I said, for me, I'm willing to grow slower if it means that I'm going to grow in a way that is integrated and I'm going to grow in a way that is in alignment with what I value most. I was thinking the other day about my kids and their ages. My oldest will be 12 in June and my daughter is about to turn 10 and then our youngest will be six in October. And my husband said to me just casually, like we have about four or five more summers with our son. And I was like, what are you even talking about? He is a baby. He was like, well, he's like, going to be 12 this summer and then like by the time he's 17 like is he really going to want to go on a family trip 
to Disneyland with us. I mean, I hope he will. I think he will maybe still. But realistically, like our time with our children as children is limited. It's so limited. And if you have really little kids and you're hearing this, you probably think like, oh my gosh, it feels like it's going to take forever. And I get that too. And I'm not going to tell you the days are long and the years are short because I seriously wanted to punch people in the face when they said that to me when I had little kids. But it just hit me like our time with them is so limited when they're in this stage of life. And so we're trying to make the most of it and we're trying to be as present as we can and we're trying to be the ones to drop them off at school and pick them up and be available if they you know, if someone calls home and they are sick and if something unexpected comes up, like we want to be the ones that are there. And there's other people who have maybe different values who might choose that someone else is the one that's going to be there. And they're okay with that too. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not judging that. And I'm not saying that it should be any other way. What I'm saying is the more clear you are on what your values are in this season, the easier it will be for you to create a work-life integration that really matches what your values are. And that's what matters most, right? It doesn't matter that you create the ideal life of somebody else or of this idea of what you think it should be. What matters is that you create a life that reflects who you are, what matters to you, what matters to your family, And you live in alignment with that and you are willing to sacrifice for that. And you're willing to put aside comparison. You're willing to put aside what it might look like to other people. You're willing to put aside the thoughts and the resistance that come up in yourself, even in order to create something that is truly like when someone looks at your life, they can see what you value most reflected there. That to me is what we're aiming for with work-life integration. So that there may be seasons, there will be, there will be seasons and there'll be times where you focus more heavily on your business. And then there'll be season and times where you focus more heavily on your family. But for that to be truly integrated, you can create systems in your business that allow your business to still run and to still function and to still maybe even grow even while you're focusing more on your family right? That's what scaling is all about. That's what a lot of the content in Double Your Business is about. It's about how to increase your value and your revenue without increasing your hours by creating systems and managing your time in such a way that allows you to maximize your time and to really get the most for your time. So then that actually allows you to have both, to have a thriving, growing business and have plenty of time and space for your family and for yourself and for your personal health. Now, there's also going to be times and seasons where you like really have a huge goal personally. You know, I have a couple friends who've done like different marathons or Ironmans. And when they're in that season of training for that thing, it becomes the focus, like the work-life balance, quote unquote, goes out the window because every single day they are putting multiple hours into training for these races. My husband is training for a triathlon and he said to me, he's like, if I'm really going to sign up for one of these races coming up, it's going to mean like every single day I'm going to be working out 
Every single day, I'm either going to be swimming or running or biking. Are you okay with that? And we're in a space in our life right now where I can handle that, where we don't have the little kids and where I don't have a full-time job and where our kids are in school all at the same time. So in this season, I can say yes to that and it doesn't even feel like a sacrifice, really. But there's other times in my life where if I would have said yes to that, it wouldn't have felt integrated. It would have felt like it was maybe not just a sacrifice, but like too much of a sacrifice, right? Where I was saying something that I saying yes to something that was like, I should say yes to this rather than I'm saying yes to this because I actually want to say yes to this. And I guess this is what's coming up for me, even as we're having this conversation, is that one way to know that you are not in work-life integration is when you're shooting yourself a lot. When you're doing things because you feel like you should do them rather than that they're actually aligned with your values and you want to do them. And I've talked about this on previous episodes. You can listen. Um, I'll, I'll put the episodes in the show notes. But basically, when we are saying we're doing something we want to do, it doesn't mean like we always feel like doing it. It just means that we want the result that it's going to create. It's again, it's aligned with our values. I think I've said that like a hundred times, but that's, that's, what's really coming through in this conversation for me. And hopefully for you as well is if you want work-life integration, you need to understand what your values are and make your decisions on how you're spending your time and your energy and your attention so that they are in alignment with your values in this season. And be willing to have that look different than other people. Be willing to have that look like at times there are certain parts of your life that are more in focus than others in order to create that harmony. We don't all sing all at once at top volume, right? Not every single area of our life needs to have the volume turned up all the way, all the time. That would just sound terrible. It would just sound like noise right? There's times where the volume is a little bit down in one area more than the other. And turning the volume down in that area doesn't mean you don't care about it. It doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. And it also doesn't mean that it can't grow. One of the ways that you can create that growth in that area, even when you're not focusing as much time on it, is by creating systems. So I hope what you're taking away from today is that you're going to let yourself off the hook of believing the myth of work-life balance and constantly striving to create this thing that doesn't really exist, where equal amounts of time, energy, and attention are given to every single part of your life. And that you'll give yourself permission to create work-life integration, where you create a life that reflects what matters most to you in this season, where sometimes you are pulling back in certain areas or you're focusing in more on other areas And it's not because you're throwing off the whole balance of your life. It's because you're consciously choosing to do that in order to create the bigger picture, the the harmonious life that you are aiming to create. And to someone else, it might look like you're working too hard and that's okay. We got to be willing to be okay with being misunderstood. If we're going to create the life of our dreams, like a truly optimized best life, guaranteed people are not always going to get it. People are not always going to be in support of it. People are not always going to be cheering you on. People are not always going to understand. And you need to be willing to have your own back when other people aren't having your back. Because in order to create a life by design, a life where you have that integration between your personal and your business, 
It's going to cost, and the cost might be just what other people think of you and how it looks to everyone else. Those are all my thoughts on the myth of work-life balance and how to create work-life integration. Again, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you've been tuning in. So many of you have been downloading and listening to the episodes even while I've been away. Thank you so much for the support. If you enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate it so much if you would leave a review, if you'd take a screenshot and share it on your stories and get the word out so that more women have access to content where they learn how to double their business without doubling their hours and to do it with more heart and less hustle. Thanks again for tuning in and we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, follow along and give us a quick review so that we can get the more heart, less hustle message into the hands of more women. 